Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. Some of them people will be looking at them, they will think that nobody is 
Yeah. They will cut off them for forgive. In the realm of the spirit, some of them are covered. Like, yeah, I don't I know some people who don't train out, they don't believe this, but I tell I I speak realities now. That is why the Bible says that the covenant cast will be removed. So when people look at you, they actually see the favor of God will come upon your life. The Bible says, for this reason, the Son of God is made manifest that he will destroy the works of the devil. So one of the principal principal reasons that Jesus said is to destroy the works of the devil. Guess what? The Bible says when he was speaking, he said in the book of John, as my father sent me, even so sent I you. So that very word, that very condition that Jesus Christ came to do on earth, he has committed it to the people. And those people are the people that have believed in his name. That is why the Bible says in the book of Mark chapter 16, he said, as many as believe. Those people that believe, they can cast out them. Speak with you can't. Mark of Sapphire has spoken. Wherever you are sitting, just sit down, close your eyes, put your hand in your heart, maybe your right hand. Just pray in tongues a little. I want you to be determined that God will not pass you back to his determination. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Now, as I speak, if the power of God comes on somebody, you can help the person. I want us to start from the book of Acts chapter 1, verse 18. Verse 8. Okay, let's start from verse 1. Now, I want to speak on what I titled of power. The testimony of power. The testimony of power. I want somebody to help me and read Acts chapter 1 verse 8. I will prefer KJV. They don't even know the crux of the matter. There is a basis, there is an emphasis. The person that is writing a letter, if you want to write a letter, so come into your letter can be a petition. Your letter can be, you know, those days, love letter. If you can find in the very few first sentences, sometimes the very reason for which that letter is being wrote. So now as you go through the whole 
of the letter, the home of the things that is written. Your emphasis, your description should find periphery and how that's written. So every other thing the person is saying is actually trying to portray or explain that very point. The Bible says that Jesus, through the Holy Ghost, gave them commandments. Okay, continue. Jesus commanded them that they should do this, continue to be reading. And he commanded them that they should not be 
My Jesus. Some 
often say they know Jesus. They, there is a prophet called No, no, no. The reality is in Christ Jesus. God has decided he has pleased him that in his son he will sum up everything. Follow me. Now the implication of this is that the real testimony is actually when God comes and reveals a dimension of, of the oppression in Christ that, that he tends to use to minister to us, that it becomes a testimony. Remember, all the experience we can be granted is in Christ. So God through his spirit, remember what we read, the Bible says that Jesus took the Holy Ghost, did what? Commanded this. That means that what God does is that by the power of the spirit, he goes to the dimension, the sum of the, the all things that is now in Christ. He can lift up the dimension and bring it to us. And by that experience, we receive a testimony. So the revelation of the dimension of the spirit that is found in Christ Jesus is what is called a testimony. So for example, the Bible actually calls the Ten Commandments the, the, the testimony, the act of the testimony. Do you know what it means? that God came through that prophet called Moses and began to reveal his righteousness. So that's the, that's, that the commandments became the revelation of the righteousness of God. It became, by that revelation, the Ten Commandment is the testimony of the righteous standard of God. That's what the Ten Commandment is. It's a, it's a revelation, the, the testimony of the righteous standard of God. And we saw that actually God is too high in his righteousness that no man can attend it. He has to be given as a gift. So that is why in Christ, all those realities now, put the righteousness, the holiness, and many other things, is now shocked up. Now, in case God wants to reveal and communicate a dimension to us, what he does is that by the power of the Spirit, he begins to take us into that dimension. For example, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus is the first encounter you need to have. In Christ, so that you'll be able to even stand before God. But that's not where it stopped. Because the disciples that have been talked to, there is another dimension that is being revealed to them. And Jesus said, the Bible said, and Jesus commanded his disciple, Parantelo, he's trying to bring another testimony to them. He has revealed, I know some of us, we know who we are in Christ Jesus, we know a few things. But there is another one. There is a commandment. There is there is a testimony that God brings to a believer. Now let me tell you, there is there is, there is nothing we can do. Jesus knew that there is nothing that can be done except this revelation, this testimony is brought to the point where it becomes experiential in the life of everybody that comes except a believer. Do you know why? That revelation is how Jesus was able to demarcate light and darkness. You might not even know that what is telling you is from darkness. I laid hands on somebody and the demon came out, the person fell on the floor. After the deliverance, the person came and said, What happened to me? Now, the person didn't believe that somebody like him, like, should, should be possessed, should have demons disturbing them. You go to bed, you, you, have, you are taking drugs, you can't sleep, you can't sleep, you think. They tell you is not take this or take this or you don't know anything. You there is there is something you need to do. You need power to show you by the finger of God that the kingdom is come to you. That there is another kingdom that is in oppression. There is a need. There is a after the testimony of righteousness for every believer. The next testimony that is needed for you is the testimony of power. No. No. 
They were saying many things. We read that place. They said, uh, Lord, when will you restore the kingdom unto us? Jesus looked at this. They don't even know what we are saying. They don't even know what we are saying. They, they are talking about. They are talking about. They are talking about other things. Meanwhile, they are more important things. Actually, Jesus is bringing to them the very means through which they were attending to build the kingdom. Because Jesus actually brought a kingdom. The only thing is that they didn't know. They didn't know the type of kingdom he brought. They did not brought a spiritual kingdom. And actually, the only means to interface with that spiritual kingdom is 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 by that is why the Bible says the kingdom is not in meat and drink, but in power. In power. If you, are, if you don't have power, you are, you are, you are, you are, uh, you become meat for everybody. Even witches that is still learning how to fly, they come and be testing on your life. Yeah, they just learned how to fly two weeks ago, they will come and test it on your life. Yeah, if that witch flies around us, we arrest the witch, keep it for some time. Because we have found out that there is a reality, there is a testimony of power. Now, it's not in the talking. The Bible says, Paul said, that my speech and preaching is not in the testing words of man's will, but in the demonstration of the power and the spirit of God. That means we speak, we also demonstrate. Yeah. 
truth is that it's not everybody you tell mommy, it's not everybody you tell chief this thing like this that will go and keep it. So sometimes they need to be compelled. Let me tell you, the devil is a rebel. It's, it's not enough for you to say, sometimes you can bring your spiritual authority. I need to, you need to understand this thing. Every believer has authority in Christ Jesus. A young believer can come and pray and demons will, you know, they that oppressive thing with me, but not all the time. You know, those days, there are demons, they call stubborn demons. Those ones that you will cast out, they say, <sighs> yeah, I went to Kaduna, I saw one. If you see, if you see devil, four, four people were trying to hold the person down, they couldn't even hold the person down. That's when, in, in that case, make sure you know somebody, you know, make sure you know power. I wanted to go and pray, but God told me, I didn't know now, that is why in, in, in this oppression, you have to listen to the Holy Spirit. The instruction he gave before might not be the same. Now, and guess what? You cannot go there and make out a pattern out of it unless he tells you. He's a spirit. He, he wants us to be dependent on him all the time. So if you want, the reason why people want to know a formula is, let me know this formula. Because when you know a formula, you won't depend on the Holy Spirit again. So he won't give you a formula. He will, he will give you a spirit. He won't give you a formula. He won't give you, sometimes, principles and all these things. He will give you a spirit. And when you deal well with that spirit, you can get everything that you want. So the Bible says, I want to give you power, but I will give you spirit first. When you deal well with that spirit, you receive power. So because if Jesus didn't do it that way, you know what will happen? People, once they receive the Holy Spirit praying tongues, they, they will forget God. They will just be doing the power and No, there is a particular thing that you need to receive after the Holy Spirit has entered, so that you enter your power dimension. So I can come and tell you, I fasted for 30 days, but your own might be two years old. The implication is that your own thing to receive that power is different. You can come and follow my formula, it didn't work. Because it's a spirit that we see, it's a spirit. That's how God gives us instruction one after another. So that is how God brings it. You know, I just went to the lady and God told me, just tap her forehead with my I just tap the forehead. Just stop before. If you see how the troops of demons left, people were clapping. I thought they were clapping to Jesus. I looked at them and I found out they are clapping for me. And I shifted. Before you know, people can before you know it and all that. Are you with me? We are all humans. I, I do it. Me, I do it. So I don't blame them really. Is it okay? I've seen people walk in dimensions and I will start clapping. Now but we are celebrating the God that did it. But also, you honor the people because it doesn't, it's not easy for people to enter something. Believe me. Believe me. Believe me. If it's easy, everybody will be there. If it's easy, everybody will be there. So Jesus wanted to bring them into a spiritual reality. He told them, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come. He wants to bring them into a, a reality. So, he wants to show them a revelation, a testament of power. A testament of power, a testament of power. So he told them that when the, the advent of this spirit that is coming is a sure, a sure sign that power is coming into your life. How many of us are baptized in the Holy Spirit? You are baptized. Raise, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. That's that that the advent of the Holy Spirit in your life is the down payment of 
of, of, of the full measure of the power of God that you're supposed to receive. God wanted to move in the acts of the apostles because that's the beginning, that, that's the first revival we saw. He has to release the Holy Spirit. The Bible says he shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon him. Because I need you to do something. There are some things I need you to do. There is a way I did it. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 4 verse 14, he says, and Jesus came out of the wilderness with the power of the Spirit. Meanwhile, the Bible says in verse 1 that he went into the wilderness. Be led by the Spirit. No, not actually led. The Bible says, <laughs> that's why some people, they play with this. They, they don't know how important it is for them to get this thing. I want to show you, anytime Jesus talks about power, he uses strong language. I can show you in the word of the Gospels. Anytime Jesus talks about you, then you hold of power, he uses strong language. Even when he told them they couldn't cast out some devils, he told them that this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. The, when, he, when Jesus was led, the Bible said he wasn't led. The Bible said, and the Holy Spirit drove him. You know what he's doing? He will drive somebody. The best thing is not optional for the person to go on. He was driven into the wilderness. Because let me tell you, your flesh will not allow you to do some things. You know you are supposed to pray to be free. You will see there is somebody prophecy came to that woman's side. Four times that's dead. In fact, they saw her inside grave. And she said, Told her to pray. This is what you're going to do and all that. Do you know this woman can you you have you have specific instructions from God and how the wisdom on how to be delivered. The person still couldn't pray and she died supposed that what else do you want God to do for you? That means some people need to be treated. Some people need to be kicked into heaven. No? Some people need to be kicked into their inheritance. Yeah, because if you allow some people, they will, they will stay in their, their normal state. They don't know it takes, it takes a push. It takes a push. It takes a push. The Bible says, and ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And at every time that God wants to take you to a new level, the, the first thing that God does for you is to release power upon you. Is to release power unto you. I want you to pray. In the next one minute, ask God to release power to you. You need power. You need power. I don't care what you are doing. You need power. You need power. Man, the devil is a brand Somebody is praying. Oh Jesus. By day, day, it takes power to have breakthrough. It takes power to be free. It takes power to superimpose the destiny that God has given to you. It takes power to manifest. It takes power. It takes power. There is a dimension of power that it takes for you to, to superimpose yourself. People have ignored you for too long. It's time. It's your time now. It's your time now. It takes power. Your seasons cannot be announced except by the power of God. 
The Bible says that Jesus came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit and the faith of the great brother by Jerusalem. It took power for Jesus to be announced. It took power. It took power. You can't be announced until the power of God rests upon your life. I want you to ask God, this is my season. This is my time. This is my moment. This is my hour. Let your power that pushes men to the place that they begin to walk in the reality of their destiny, in the reality of their ordination. Let that power come upon my life. Christ called to be an apostle. 
separated unto the gospel of God. Are you with me? Yes. Jesus, amen. amen. Which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son Jesus Christ of God, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God. And declared to be the Son of God. Follow me, mommy. There is something I'm showing you. I will show you. He said, and declared, according to this with the power, according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Now let me tell you. Now remember, I hope you already know that the spirit man controls the physical. Now, you don't know how much the spirit man controls the physical. You just know it. People just know it by knowledge. They don't know how much. If you know that's why there is an emphasis for you to be a spiritual, a spiritual man. If you really come into the real economy of much impact the spirit realm has on the physical, you will you guess you will live your life. You don't know yet how much impact it has. Yeah, we have heard it. I know we have seen people have talked about it. In fact, there is a place the Bible says these are the generations of the earth in the day that God made them. The way that scripture was generated, you begin to notice one thing. One of the things you notice that is that it's passing the Bible is trying to say that. God, before he even created the physical earth that we are seeing, he has created something in the spirit realm. All that happens is a manifestation of that which is in the spirit realm. Oh, do you know some Christians, if you see them in the spirit, they are lifeless. They are very small and lifeless. There is no life in them. Meanwhile, they wish we come up in the night and you wake up and start saying, Inside that your Holy Ghost they will catch you and kidnap you. Because it's not about shouting Jesus. No, no, no. <laughs> the source was given and met the demonized and said, in the name of Jesus, they, didn't they call Jesus? They call Jesus now. They said, in the name of Jesus, don't call please. Come out. The demon looked at him and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Who, who are you? You know, we are taught those days that how to know whether it's the devil. You know, you just mention the name of Jesus. Mention, I bring you good news today. I want to shock you. It's not what it doesn't work. I've tried it now. I don't know all of us. Are, why are you looking? All of us have tried it now. Yeah, I also came from that type of church. We cry, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire. I'm not against it. But the real thing that works there is not a shout. It's not a shout. There is a reality.
if something happens in the realm of the spirit, he has not happened, it's only a matter of time. Maybe you have been led in Uya, you are in 40 days fasting and prayer. Some people will think that the miracle will happen the first day. No, sometimes it doesn't happen that way, sometimes it happens. But I want to tell you that, that what has been programmed in the spirit realm has been programmed. And because it has been programmed in the spirit realm, it must manifest here. Now, what I'm trying to say in essence is that what you have not programmed in that realm, don't expect it to manifest it. In fact, if the devil wants to work against you, all they need to do is to program something. You know how they bring money. You see all those Nigerian women and they will call out somebody in the mirror. You are not there, they will call you out and say, let me use my name. Chiedu, Chiedu, Chiedu. Die! And then you'll be walking on the road. And they said the person was walking on the road and he fell and died. He's an arrow. They shot you an arrow. Somebody slept and woke up and was paralyzed. The man. I was doing my listen in those days. They, one guy came and called me and we have to pray and serve communion through the phone and the person was restored over the night. It's an arrow. Somebody called me and said, a lady that just a few months back that she slept and then an arrow was shot. Said her legs everywhere, even her tummy. She has gone to hospital now. You know, maybe we don't have faith in God though, sometimes. She has gone to hospital, did everything. The first thing you do is to pray. Let me tell you, there are sicknesses that are devil respond to drugs. Have you seen those sicknesses? It is caused by a devil. That devil needs to go first. It is when that devil goes that even drugs will start working in your system. You pack drugs like this, put it in your mouth. It is not working. Tomorrow it starts again. It's a devil. It's a devil. It's a, you need to cast out the devil. Then your system will begin to work. There is a way God created this body to, to, to rejuvenate itself. It heals itself. If you take drugs, it helps it heal it. So when you take drugs that should kill headache, you it it even increase. No, it's a devil. That devil needs to be. I want to show you why you need power. Because the realm of the spirit controls the physical. The Bible says, Jesus, the Bible was talking in the book of Romans chapter 1. God was, ah, is flowing. Now, the, the Bible is only trying to tell us that Paul is trying to say that God brought what is from. Now, remember, it is not when Jesus manifested that he became he is the son of God. In eternity past, the Bible says he was talking in the book of John, John chapter 17. He said, the glory that I had with you in the beginning. You know, it was John that has the capacity. John is, is as far as I'm concerned, John is the greatest prophet. I don't mean, I don't mean John the Baptist. I know people say the John the Baptist. I, I mean John, especially his revelatory powers. John, John, the book of John, who also was the John that wrote Revelation, has the greatest, the deepest revelatory powers I've ever seen. Throughout the scriptures, you know that Moses wrote the book of the book of Genesis and all those things, and gave a count of creatures that that he walked in he had come before he came. But I bring you another a different dimension. John came and said, "In the beginning, it was the world." Moses gave an account of of creation. That that place is not the beginning. There is, we don't know where the beginning is, but wherever the beginning is, the world was there. It was because the world was there that creation had the capacity to come into place because the creature, the things, the visible things cannot come except they are molded and created and, and fractured by the 
be that the very creations were created by the world. That means, because the Bible says everything that was made was made by him. That means the world was before even the creation. But Moses came and gave us account of creation. That means God was actually taking deeper. I want to show you the, the powers that has been granted to the man that is bringing this revelation to you. Because Jesus, the one thing that was talking about Jesus said, the power that I have with you in the beginning. So the Son of God has been in the bosom of the Father. Because it was Jesus himself that said, no man has seen God at any time. But the Son who has seen him has, but the Son. And he has both seen him and declared him. That means, that person called Jesus has been an eternal God in eternity past existing. But there is a need for redemption for man. And that, that personality decided to have a permanent disciple. You don't know the price that Jesus paid for you. The price that Jesus paid is not just Jesus is still paying price now. Not a price for I. I wish you would get this one. God decided to take the shape of man for all of eternity. You don't know what it is. Before Jesus came, God was not redeemed. So, at the very point that God decided to be revealed, and remember, when, if ever God is revealed, He stays in that shape and form in eternity. He decided it's man that He will take His form and shape. And then just look at this thing and say, What is man? What is man? At the very time God decided to be in a visible form that He can be seen, because angels are in heaven, but they can't, they can't, they can't see the eternal glory. Yeah, they cover it, but they can't. They can't see it. No, you will be reduced. That angel will be reduced to the very element with which it is formed. Because all of them are created. I don't care how hard they are. I respect ranking angels. Yeah, because I work with people. But they are still created. So all the powers of Lucifer and the serpents and the serpents of fire. Sometimes some of them will come and touch you like this and you burn. Some of us burn because. Jesus, 
That the first is easy, that you need to know. You need to fall. That's man, Jesus. If you know this, you begin to know the powers that is locked in you. It's only that you are not dealt well with those your reality. That's why you see myself you don't have power. I used to be in campus those days, and which is you come to our room and be pressing me. Now we look for Jesus. If you are one, I won't kill you, I will deliver you. Unless you don't want to be delivered. Yeah. Some people don't know. So what the Bible is trying to say there in the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 4 is that Paul is trying to show us that Jesus has been dwelling but a time came when there is need for the, the, the Godhead to be revealed. Even Paul, he, in spite of his of revelation, he is a man with his greatest skill and his greatest grace is revealed in, in the dimensions of revelation that God has granted the depth, the wings. In fact, the dimensions of his revelation was not even granted to the twelve apostles. He was, he was, if I was talking about the Holy Communion, he said of, of what Jesus committed to him. <laughs> he, he was not there physically when those communion was served. But he said, what a lot committed to me. Wait, wait. That man is full of revelation. But do you know Paul came to God? He said, grace is the mystery of godliness. That God took upon flesh. I'm going, to, I'm going somewhere. Because when God took flesh, there is a need for the earth realm, the heavenly realm, and all the realms of existence to know that this very thing that comes to place is not just a So that is why, open down your script again. Romans chapter 1 verse 4. You will now see why we are doing this. Today, every yoke in your life will be broken in the name of Jesus. I don't care how long it has been. By the power of the Holy Ghost, every yoke in your life will be broken. All the causes traveling in generations, they will be haunted today. Look at verse 4. Romans chapter 1 verse 7. And declare to be to be the Son of God with what? Let's read it again. And declare to be the Son of God with what? So the reality of the fact that Jesus was the Son of God is, is already there. Is an incontestable fact. Not in, not in days. He 
you are really saying he's better than light. Somebody, my friend, who we are praying one day, a few weeks ago, my friend said his eyes was open and he saw me in the spirit. My face was shining that he couldn't even look into my eyes. He's not, he's not the first person. He said, I was carrying white beds like an elderly man is. He, he's an elder, spiritual elder. <laughs>
saying is to show you the fact that Jesus, even when he is an eternal God, stayed for days with his parents for 30 days, 30 years. Nobody knew him. He was just a common person like you and me. Until the day of power came to declare. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That the power of God comes on you. To find you out wherever you are hitting, your business is hitting. It's people we know you now. People we know you now. People we know you now. As the power of God comes upon your life, it comes upon your family. It comes upon your business. It comes upon your, your ministry. The Bible says he was declared to be the Son of God. By power. You are nobody. You are not yet declared until that power comes on you. Until that power comes on you, nobody knows it. That's why, if you really want people to know you, do anything. Have you seen politicians and empty people? Is even the other dimensions, the other people that understand what power is, they can do anything to have power. They know what power is. You cannot touch things without power. Yeah, I know you want to change your society, you want to make it, you, there are a lot of good things you want to do in your heart. You will die with it, sorry. You will die with it. You will die. Those your good wishes, you die with I know you have listed it out and tell God, if you give me money, if you give me money, I will give this person, I will give to the poor. You don't get it. You won't have anything. If you don't insist on what you want, you won't get anything. You need power. The time you say, I am me. I am the one that gives you power to make words. So it takes power to make words. You, you don't know. You still think my dad said he will go to this because he is a prophet, he is a major prophet, so he will come. And his eyes will be open, he will see angels, one standing in his shop like this, and one like this. They will be just directing people to his shop. So he will come by eight, people that have been there by seven, people will be sitting there waiting for him. The same thing, the other people, cutting people, is a spiritual law, it's not, the spiritual realm can be manipulated, it's, it's full of laws, and then the ones that you know, know how to work you know it well by revelation, personal revelation, it begins to work for you. So they come and organize those things, those demonic streets we have. You will just be going there. There is no particular reason why you are going there, but you are going there. Why not go to the next person? The same way, when that power to make words comes to you, people will say, oh, you are come to you. They, they can't explain it, but they come to you. Without that power, you will tell people, call them, you are not, you are not God, you are not God's gap coming to buy it. He will tell you ah, we are waiting for New Year. This money and causes so much of them. You don't have no power. No power. No power. It's no power. It's no power. Even in the preaching of the gospel, there are, I had a roommate those days. I always say this. The roommate, I preached and preached and preached for him to be born against. He refused. In fact, one day, we took the Bible. He had many questions. You know all those nonsense questions people ask when they don't want they, when you want to evangelize, they'll be asking you how many sisters does Jesus have? Why did God put the tree in the garden? Why did he even put it there at all? So that man will eat. You know those questions, irrelevant. I took time and answered all of them. And I said, receive Jesus. He said, I do that, that, that. We'll do this thing, we'll do this thing, we'll do this thing. I feel so 
Yeah, but I feel bad the meeting. I started searching. I, I went on a personal search. What they told us didn't work again. They told us, preach the word and it's going to work. Preach it, preach it. It's going to work. I preached it, it didn't work. I now knew that Jesus actually said, The words I speak to you, they are spirits and life. So, until the very world is converted to spirit, it has no capacity to give life. My words were letters. They, they can't give life. Letters came. They lack the capacity to give life. God opened me up. I, I, I wasn't intending to do anything. I just said, I told God, give me this soul or I die. I went on seven days fast and prayed for one soul. I fasted and prayed, prayed, prayed. Guess what? God didn't use me to convert it. But when he got converted, he knew I'm the one. Now, what happened is that he, you know how God works. God orchestrated him. He went to shine a day. Oh, five years like that. But the girl was born again. He was going to one fellowship. They, they are giving the spirit. The power of God moving their means. That's why any gathering that the power of God doesn't move. That, that place, devils will be dead. A lot of things will be happening there. People will say, you say, sickness, devil, demons, causes will be there. All things can happen. They can't change. People can't come there. They can't be born again. They can't receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit because there is no power. The spirit doesn't move in their means. Is there wrong? I came and I, when we are, I was, meaning I, I went to that prayer and he went to the fellowship. The lady invited him, invited him to fellowship and said, The only way I will give you my number is for you to come to fellowship. <coughs> so he, he came the first time. You know, his scope, no guys, scope. Came the second time. Came the third time. The third time is collected. That day he came. Before the fellowship started, the lady felt this guy is coming the third time. He is serious, he is getting serious with you. The guy has perfected the plan to, you know, finish and you know, stop and clean mouth and all that. So the third time he collected more back and all that. But it was a service and things we are having that day. You can request. It wasn't the was there. Was there. So at some time, the people will go started moving. And the fellowship president just went to him. Touched him on the forehead like this. What's the name? Touched him on the forehead like this. And then he said, He's not the truth. He said, Ah, you're a man like me. <laughs> he went to the wall and balanced like this. So that he won't fall down. Are you with me? But that's the last thing he remembered. For the next few hours, 30 minutes. When he woke up, he was surrounded him and we are praying for him. Yeah, that's how Jesus encountered him. And the light and glory that came upon him was so strong that he went to his room. His room meant that what is ran away because the light was in him. That's not where the story ended because he doubted God. He, he, that, from that, I'm telling you, people knew, even my roommates knew after those times, they stopped doubting God. It was after that time that he came. <laughs> so what happened is that he, he woke up tomorrow to prepare and talk to people, go to school. Guess what? He woke up praying because he wanted to greet good morning. He was talks. Wanted to buy soap, talks. 
wanted to go to school, talks. He couldn't stop again. He wanted to go to lecture, talks. He ran back crying. He couldn't, he ran back crying. That whole day, talks. Tomorrow again, talks. He couldn't do anything. On the third day, he, he has given up. That's when God conquered him. So on the third day, he, he decided to look for me. I wasn't around. But come meeting those days. When, but finally, when he saw me on the third day, by then he has started talking. I asked him, do you believe now you will be This is the guy I was saying. You tell, tell your member you need power. You need power. Amen. Now let me say a few things. So help me and read again. 
Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1. Just come to Second Peter chapter 1. Excuse me, sir. Are we all there? Please be there. There is something that happens to you sometimes when you read the word of God. It's possible sometimes that the, the, the thing that speaks to your heart is not everything that I'm saying. It's even just one phrase from the Bible. That's why you must open the Bible. It's always fresh. Are we there? Okay, continue. Yes. Yes.
breaks you into the fullness of the experience of the information that is being communicated to you. That is why sometimes for us to enter into a hypnosis, God has to take us to God has to take us to what we call the no-school. That one is a tapos. That means you have to interact in intimacy with the very objects that you need to have the experience thereof for you to know. Somebody cannot be telling you about how uh, that alcohol can make you tease. You cannot, you can say it, yeah, but the only real way for you to know is for what? For you to do what? For you to test. It takes the spiritual dimensions for you to come into the, in that context, the hypnosis of the knowledge that is being communicated. That's why the Bible comes. You will come in the Old Testament and say, uh, another new is why. That word new. Somebody read it here yesterday. He called it entrance. It's intimacy. So it takes intimacy for Adam to know a dimension of, of his wife. Yeah, you can say you know your wife. Yeah, you can know the person is fair and all that. But there is a dimension of that person that you cannot touch. It's intimacy for you to touch that person. And the real person that you need to touch, if you want to touch somebody, the real personality of the person, it takes intimacy. That is why God has set intimacy even in the discarded for the deepest part of, of communication. The deepest part of communication between two beings is in intimacy. It's in intimacy that communications that are beyond words There is intimacy in anything, it is sacred ground. It is not a ground that is meant to be treaded anyhow. No. That is why people who are allowed, even in this garden, allow, allow people to, you know, trade with their privacy and others and others from they, they don't understand what intimacy is meant for. God didn't keep it to, to stop us from something. He kept it to give us something. It is a sacred ground. See, God can give you money, give you a lot of things. But if you want intimacy with him, my God, you can't come in here. It's a sacred place. It's like a woman unclothing herself. No, that's not for everybody. I know people do it anyhow these days, but they are not careful. But that thing is supposed to be for one person. That is why if God calls you to be born again, and you are still living in idolatry, God will be angry. The Bible says, I am jealous. My daughter. Price. You don't know. That's why you are still touching idolatry. God is jealous. Like the husband is jealous of our wife. A husband can give you anything for a wife, even if you are his brother. He won't touch it. Because that very ground is a sacred ground. Anytime God wants to bring you to the ground of intimacy, he will tell you off your shoes. Off your shoes. For the ground that is walking. Holy God. He tells you. That is why intimacy cannot function except on the pathway of holiness. <laughs> you see why I didn't want to shift to that point? I'm just trying to say what a hypnosis is. I'm 
The Bible now says, and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3. According as what? Follow me. What to ready do? According as his what? At what? It's okay. It's okay. People that are following me know that it's okay. What I'm trying to bring up is okay. It's obvious. He says, according as his words, how was giving unto us how many things? No, your health is not one of them. You see it? There are some people that they believe in holiness. Believe in holiness. Believe, but when you talk about sickness, they will tell you that, that God put that sickness on them to humble them, to make them humble. To make them humble. The day you find it in the Bible, come and show me. I'm still searching. And I've read it. God has given. I've not read like others, but I've read it many times. I've not seen where God put sickness on somebody to humble. Even Job, that sickness came on him. He functioned there for me. There are many reasons why Job suffered what he suffered. The number one reason is because as of that time, there is not there is, there is, there is yet no revelation of I am come on, where am I going? The ministry of the high priest has not yet been. That's the number one reason why what is suffer. The ministry of the high priest is the ministry that he intercedes for the, the subjects, the people in the nation. That is why when you engage in intercession, like we are doing for the land and everything, you are a priest. What it means? What it means to function in priesthood? It is not, I'm sorry, if you are coming from, you know, you know the church I'm talking about. I don't want to call it. I'm sorry, please. I'm not trying to call Is he okay? But I have to make this emphasis. You know that one? That, no, that's not priesthood. The cattle is not the priesthood. Yeah. Those things are garments. The real priesthood is a person that has the capacity to bring another person before God and say, as far as I'm concerned, nothing will happen to this one. The Bible said, I look for a man that will stand in the gap. So people that have the capacity to stand in the gap, they are called priests. So because when Jesus came, the Bible said in the book of Hebrews, because the book of Hebrews is a revelation of the eternal priesthood, eternal divine order of priesthood. Now the Bible says that, that a new and a living way has been opened unto how many people? Us. The implication is that by that death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, he didn't just ascend as the high priest, he also the implication is that not one person has the capacity now to enter into that place and intercede. Generations of men that are born into that kingdom has the capacity to intercede. That is why the book of Revelation calls it a kingdom of peace. So when you are born into that kingdom, you are born to be a priest. So the, the revelation of your priesthood is your prayer ministry. You don't have a prayer ministry. You don't know why you are born. You are born into this kingdom. And it's a kingdom of peace. It's a kingdom of prayer people. So what happened to Job is that 
by then the revelation of the high priest has not come into play. He has not manifested yet. So there is nobody to intercede for him there. Remember, the Bible says that Jesus ever lived to do what? to make intercessions for us. It, it means that there are even shortcomings that we have sometimes. But Jesus will come and say, this is my daughter. She will, she will get better. You know, I have a foot of there, you know, in this part of the people. I mean, somebody is talking on your behalf. You know, the greatest thing that, the best thing that happens for us sometimes is for us to have people in the right places speaking
church. Don't come and say, uh, maybe money is having more results. And he said, it's, it's moments. No, you don't understand.
Bible says, carry ye in Jerusalem until what? You are in good with power from the high. The new place, the new new times that God is taking you to, you will need a mantle of power to function there. Sometimes if you have no mantle with that power, the principality is operating in that realm with, with We are tired. 